Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Hard Hitting Wrestling Show, the HHW Show podcast presented by CMT Central, Clovercrest, and you could catch and get up to date with our website, hhwshow.com. We got quite of, let's say, storylines to cover, and one in particular is about teamwork. How does teamwork work? All right, we could say, yeah, there's team. There's there's no I in team, but I always have sarcasm to say there's ME in team, right? However, Survivor Series War Games is coming up next Saturday, and it's important that the teams work with each other. They say families work best, but putting four people together to make a team, well, that could be challenging. But is it really? Especially when you have four superstars that are hungry to take down a certain group that's claiming that they run WWE. We're going to cover that. And of course, our fantasy Survivor Series towards the end. All right, era by era, we're narrowing down the rosters for next week's gauntlet match to see which era is the best. In our Survivor Series mode. And I'm going to bring in Frank. Man. <laughs> it's interesting. But I have to start this one off with you man. And if you look at this picture. I forgot to show to you this earlier. But. I see. A championship belt. You know what team that is. The Washington Commanders. Man. <laughs> and I like how that. That, that segment happened. Where you see everyone else is like surprised, and then all of a sudden, yeah, they're cheering uh, Akira on WWE World Champion, and it got that nasty look. You see the new day? Yep. It said, Man, it stinks, man. That was like shots fired uh, at the Washington Commanders because they were at Washington, D.C., and uh, definitely they, 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 they are garbage, but. I can't say nothing because my team, the New York Giants, they're just much, much worse right now. Well, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you this: that when he did that, that reminded me of the 24/7 title. <laughs> so, go figure, you know, Eddie, right? What you, and, it, and it was green color too, by the way. Yes. Yes, nasty. Yeah. So nasty. I just, I thought about that, and I was like, "All right, serves uh, his purpose. Garbage yeah, title, definitely garbage serves his purpose." Absolutely. All right. But the Survivor Series happening November 25th. And you can see th this is going to be the main event. Four on four. Right. And amongst all those right there. And I love the opening segment of Raw. They introduced everybody to the ring. And there were shots fired at every angle. But what was so intriguing is this right here. Right. Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins. They don't like each other, but yet they're in the same team. So how can any one of these people, right? How can you get along with someone that you don't even like being on the same team? There's a common there's a common denominator there. They're all against the judgment day. So sometimes you have to put your personal issues aside for the greater good. And that is what they are doing here. Okay. It just makes sense. Hey, you put aside your personal relationships or your personal issues to handle a bigger issue together. They say, uh, what is that, that, that phrase that, that people say? Um, the friend, the enemy of my, the enemy of my enemy or enemy is my, yeah. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Right. There you go. That's something that actually they said here, right? I think it was they Cody Rose that said that. They are frenemies. Frenemies. Yeah, that's a great word. Frenemies. Um, but the courage of Cody Rose reaching out to Seth Rollins when before they even got together, uh, Sami Zayn was talking to Seth Rollins, but he asked, hey, can I have a moment? But Seth Rollins is a very straightforward type of guy. Okay. Mm -hmm. And he didn't want to hear that noise about Judgment Day. 
you know, he always likes to get to the point and he said, and he told him, he goes like, dude, what you want? And he ready, he let him know, like, I don't like you. I don't like you, but I need you. And really did. And you know what? Seth Rollins obliged by it and he agreed. And there you have it there. You know, they agreed that for one night out of 365 days a year, that one particular night, November 25th, he could push all that aside and be a team player. And that's that's very important. Very important because that leads to this, man. They both accepted the situation. Mm-hmm. The situation is, like you said, they have a common denominator, right? And that is that they're after Judgment Day, okay? They are being mindful of themselves, and that's what you should do. Be mindful of your surroundings. Be mindful of the situation that's at hand, right? And you got to be the better person. And I think both of them, I think, uh, succeeded in being the better person right there. Now, that's all talk here and dandy, but who knows what could happen at Survivor Series, right? But in that moment on, they were both the better person, and they were able to communicate. And that is the key factor right there is communication. Do you agree? I definitely agree. With everything in life in general, you need to have communication because if not, there's going to be misunderstandings. Now, it's listed here as creating unhealthy boundaries, but... As you already know, man, there ain't no boundaries when it comes to the WWE because there's always something coming up, right? Nothing's never set in stone, and things don't always stay in the ring. Things can happen outside the ring. Um, mm-hmm. But, however, if one is in that situation, especially in a workplace and stuff like that, it's always important to bond with your other people. And in this case, other superstars, such as for them, they can still bond with Sami Zayn, which they both have a common friend, right? Then mm-hmm. they also have Jay Uso. Okay. So, and we're going <laughs> to talk about Jay Uso later on, but um, they're bonding. But just them two together, eh, they got nothing really connecting to one another, right? However, um, I think I, I believe and I strongly believe I do trust Seth Rollins in keeping his word on this. He even did say he promised. This Seth Rollins, yes. Now you give me a different version of Seth Rollins. <laughs> like, eh, I don't know. But I think this version of Seth Rollins will keep his word mm-hmm. from bell to bell. Absolutely. What happens or to remain neutral on all this, and which is also listed here on on, on my list of situation in case you are working with someone that you don't get along with. But the most important part is that last bullet right there. And that is continue to be respectful. That's Mm -hmm. the key thing, man. Because if you don't have respect, none of it, none of it is going to happen. None of it matters. None of it matters. You're about to say something else. I forgot. All righty, then. That's cool, man. Now, however, not so much on SmackDown when you have Rey Mysterio and Santos Escobar. Somehow their communication just broke. And it all started with Carlito coming out in the ring and adjusting the situation that he had a problem with about the brass knuckles that were left on the mat, which was the cause of Rey Mysterio losing the United States Championship to Logan Paul. You're right. I and look the big the way this segment came off at the beginning. You had the LWO minus Carlito. Mm-hmm. Carlito wasn't there at that moment for for X Y Z reasons. Maybe he was on a bathroom break. Who who knows? Who cares? Ray mm-hmm. starts talking about hey, you know what? I dropped the title. Blah 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 blah. Carlito comes out and points the finger at Santos Escobar. Saying, hey, you lost it because Santos Escobar left the brass knuckles on the ring. But do you think that Carlito was too hasty? Not like he he pretty much got in the ring and started pointing fingers. Carlito. Is that the right way to handle the business, though? 
it's straight to the point. Yeah, but he's already accusing. Look, he said it's not Logan's fault. Technically, it is Logan Paul's fault, and it's his associates that got in the way. Because if the associates weren't in the way, those brack knuckles wouldn't not be present, right? Definitely. Now, in Santo Escobar's defense, it seemed like as he grabbed it, but as being a good person that he is, he wasn't going to use it against that knucklehead that was trying to run away from the situation and probably accidentally left it on top. It's not like he had eye-to-eye contact with Logan Paul. Being a good person would be grabbing those brass knuckles and taking them with you. Regardless Mm. if you're going to hit the guy with them or not. And it's just, hey, I'm going to be this nice guy. I'm going to take this here so nobody uses it. You see, I love Hector. Santos knew what he was doing. He was always suspect. Absolutely. (laughs) Because I'll tell you this. When I saw that happen, I said, oh, man, Ray's done. Okay, it wasn't even a thing of, oh, yeah, Ray's going to pick him up and use him himself. Nah. So, yeah, you see it. He's, He's about to start running after the guy. He goes, Boom, he places it on, on, on the ring and leaves. But did he Here's make eye to eye contact? I think I need to replay that situation and see. Was he aware of Logan Paul being near those bright knuckles, how he left it? I don't think Logan Paul was near it at, at that moment. Mm. Like I said, that's what I said. I got to replay it because, but look, on that I, day, on last Friday, he had an opportunity, right? to prove himself that he was had the pride to be the representative of LWO, but it's instead he witnessed and saw and did nothing to help Carlito as he got jumped by Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits. So again, in Hector's words, suspect. Hmm. If you're not going to help your team member out, you're suspect. All right, Hector says, why not drop it on the ground instead of laying it in the ring? Carlos was right for what he did. Carlito was right for what he did. Okay. All right. Um, You know, again, you know, we all make mistakes. No one's perfect. But in the situation how it ended on SmackDown, you would say, you know what? Probably he did do it by purpose. And... Maybe he was still jealous because he had the United States Championship. Remember, Santos got hurt. He was unable to compete. Ray stepped in and won the United States title. And ever since then, I mean, look, in reality, I love Santos Escobar being the heel. I I, I was down with it when he was with NXT. I'm glad he's going to be it again. But uh, in this situation, again, it's like, all right, I, I I totally understand. I get it. You're jealous because you didn't you don't have the United States Championship. But then I say to myself, if Santo Escobar just turned heel, will his two heroes that are alongside with Rey Mysterio will they turn as well? Because they were Lo Hijo de Fantasma. Right. That's going to be interesting to see what happens. Is it they're going to stick with the LWO or? Or they're out, and 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 the LWO is probably done. Mm. No one is I, perfect, but it was no, intentional. Carlito no one is perfect, is, but it was intentional. Carlito is typical Puerto Rican. He gonna tell you like it is. LOL. All right, well, just you like you, you gonna you gonna say it straight up. I like it. I like it a lot. All right, um, that is a great point there. Honestly, um, and and again, what I like about Carlito is, is that. He will see everything outside the box. Like mm-hmm. Ray Mysterio, I don't think he was ready and prepared to even confront the situation. Did he or did he not do it by purpose? You know, it's almost like you got to go around the bush to get to it. And Carlito's right there with the lawnmower and be like, I'm cutting through, man. Making my yep. way. Or maybe when I'm a machete or something and be like, hey. <laughs> I'm coming out. Let's you. go. Let's go. Right. Um, but yeah. This is a once in a lifetime, I guess, when you see these two heroes, two Mexican stars right there, to were able to bond, and now they're going to separate, and we're going to see a match between them two 
the question is whether we're, are we going to see it sooner or are we going to see it at Survivor Series? When does this take place? This this match between them two should be in a premium event. It has that type of quality for a premium event. I think, yeah, but they've fought already, correct? Yes. Yeah, but that was for the United States Championship. Absolutely. But this Mm -hmm. is a different story now. All right. And, and and again is when is Ray going to return? Because remember he got he got uh, attacked, he got assaulted, he got slammed by the steps, and uh, that left Zelina Vega crying as to damn yo, this is your fault, you did this, and then vice versa. Santo Escobar said, well, he did this, he made me do this. You know what I mean? So uh, continue on what Hector was saying. Santo has always been jealous of Ray. Just saying. He just pulled the wool over everyone's Everyone eyes. Does. Okay. Duly noted on that one. Okay. So, yeah. I, I, so, Ray and Escobar, right now, Ray is supposedly injured. Supposedly injured, but who knows how fast will he injure it be? Will it be enough to come back this Friday coming up or the following Friday? Or should we see him after Survivor Series? That'd be a great topic, especially where after Survivor Series, we're getting ready for the road to the Royal Rumble. So that's going to be pretty amazing to see how that storyline is going to develop. But moving on, uh, listen, <laughs> we, 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 we try to cover this on our previous one with Ray and Santos about, you know what, he was talking about the past. We're talking about the past of how he felt when he couldn't win the United States championship on the other side here, moving forward, we got Drew McIntyre who is still in the back of his head thinking about the bloodline and how he could not win the world or the undisputed championship because the bloodline always stick together. Right. And who is it that was in the way? Who is that person that's trying to win a tag team championship? And there's no other than Jay Uso, right? And so Drew McIntyre shows up and gives a claymore to Jay and prevents him from winning. And payback's a bitch. Ain't that right? Yeah, I I was so disappointed in that. I, was, <laughs> I actually wanted, you know, as much as I, how do I put it? As much as I disagree with main event Jay and with Cody Rhodes being a tag team, Mm-hmm. Okay, and winning the titles. I actually wanted them to win the titles because I just don't want to see Judgment Day with the titles. Yeah, but you know that throughout the whole day, right, it was like Rhea Ripley was giving them signs like, I got something boiling, something's coming up, you know, and then when he was in the ring saying, I got too much, I'm, like, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, and yet I'm still here. Remember that confrontation with Zoe Stark? Mm-hmm. And so she was just blabbing everything that she is trying to do. And then here is Drew McIntyre. Now, this surprised me. You know, I knew that the judgment was going to do something about this match. The thing is, I didn't expect Drew McIntyre because he shook Seth Rollins' hand and gave him that respect about him being a fighting champion. Okay? No one cheated. No one got involved. And that's what happened. Okay? Now, when you see this, Real Ripley and Drew McIntyre shaking their hands. Now I'm gonna. It, it, one has to question this, right? Is he now a member of the Judgment Day? I don't think he's a member just yet. But like I had mentioned earlier to you before the show started, he has an affiliation now with the Judgment Day. In this case, in this case, you're looking at. Um, you got Rhea Ripley, which asked him for help, apparently. Mm-hmm. Hey, can you help out? Sure. So it's, you do this for me, what are you going to do for me next? Mm. You know, one hand watches the other, and they both watch together. So it's going to be interesting what they do next. All right. Now, so- I don't think... And I, you know, part of me also thinks that 
Priest is going to be out of the Judgment Day soon enough. I don't think so. I don't think I that's going to happen will. that quick. And and, the, and I'll tell you why. I don't believe something bigger has to happen at Survivor Series, right, for that to happen. And if it does, Damian Priest has to lose the match at Survivor Series. He will be the one to get pinned one, two, three for that for something to happen. However, as you can see, yeah, he blurred out that he was the leader, right? Oh, yeah. And everyone was looking at him like, what the fuck? But at the same time, he apologized for being overheated. And like, how many times have we seen the Judgment Day apologize to one another and regroup and move on? Okay. Um, and, and I don't know, man. I just I don't see Rhea Ripley turning her back on Damian Priest. I just don't see it. Rhea Ripley turning her back on Damian Priest. Maybe it could be the other way around, where Priest is turning his back on the Judgment Day altogether. Well, he says Priest could lose the briefcase to Drew, and Drew cash in. I don't see that happening. And again, it's one of those like this guy shook Seth Rollins' hands. Now, does that mean that he'll jump ship and then go after Roman Reigns because he's still butthurt about the bloodline? That could be it. But I I don't know. That's that's great scenarios. Don't get me wrong. I just well, don't see the logic of that going through. Well, could it be that maybe Drew is gonna help them out? At um, at the next event, Survivor Series, he might. Or what if everything's a setup to guide him to win the Royal Rumble? Now he wins the Royal Rumble, mains event WrestleMania, and picks who is his opponent, which title he wants. You see what I'm True. saying? Yeah. Then maybe then maybe he'll go up against Roman Reigns. That could be a possibility. I don't know. There's a lot of angles to this. And I'm just curious as to hey, what was the agreement. Because something's got to give because Drew McIntyre didn't get any help in this match against Seth freaking Rollins, right? Right. Right. For him to do that, what was promised to him? I would like to know. And if we don't hear anything about it, then we might have that answer at the premium event with Survivor Zero War Games then we might know what's going on. But until then, that is a mystery to, to understand as what was promised to Drew McIntyre for him to intervene unless, well, I can't say unless because I just seen Drew McIntyre shake real Ripley's hand. Right. Well, now let me throw this at you. Let's say now he becomes a member of Judgment Day. <sighs> right? Hold on, hold on. That's a fifth okay. guy. Mm -hmm. Right? That might be involved in the War Games match. And maybe that's going to bring in Randy Orton. <laughs> oh, man. I like how you're thinking. I really do. That one right there, I'm surprised that you even came up with Randy Orton. What? I'm I'm surprised. surprised. <laughs> I can do that. I mean, I could come up with things. Let That's me throw like you another Sasha... curveball. Go ahead. Let me throw you. Ready? No, don't you say Sasha Banks. <laughs> what if, and I was reading this, don't these two really look like a, a great couple? They do. They look. They look as a better. They look a. They look a bet. Damn, I can't even get the words right. They oh, look man. like they're a better couple than Dum Dum. <laughs> I am, but you know what? I think she likes to have a toy boy, and that's why Dominic Mysterio is the man for that, right? Um, <laughs> I'm you just know, saying, but I just every, threw it out there. I just threw every, it out there. Um, Every uh, power-hungry woman needs a little boy toy. Yeah, absolutely. All right.
However, let's move on because we're losing track on this one. Is on SmackDown, we see damage control grow and much stronger. Okay. Asuka turned her back on Charlotte Flair and Bianca Belair. Shotzi came to the rescue and just received punishment. And to believe, believe me, Shotzi, with her new look and everything, she looks so skinny right now compared to these to all five superstars you see on the screen. Um, Bailey, uh, Dakota Kai, uh, Asuka, EO Sky, and um, who's the who is the newest member of Damage Control? I remember. I can never remember her name. It's not EO Sky. What's what's her name? Um, Carrie Sun. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Yes. I I could oh. never pronounce her name right. This is like bigger than the Kabuki Warriors altogether. But it you really know what? Is. You kind of saw that coming. I I wasn't completely surprised just because Asuka did team up with, with Kyrie. Right. And then Kyrie yeah. left. Right. Right. And um it seems like everybody's forgiven Bailey for all her actions she did while she was with Sasha uh Sasha Banks. So for her to do this, I think they recognize while Bailey went out of her way to help EO Sky win a title and everyone else is just blended in. And now you got these four out of five that are going to wrestle. And I think that this this Friday on SmackDown, we will see uh, another match being created, which is War Games, the women's division. And we're going to see... EO Sky, Kerry Zane, um, Bailey, and Asuka to go against Charlotte Flair, Bianca Belair, Shotzi. But the question is, is who is Woo! the fourth person, fourth person to join the team to go against them? Damage control. I don't think well, Becky's gonna be in. That's I I just I I don't see that Becky's part of the Raw roster, she's a staple in that roster. To me, Jay Cargill will have more sense because she hasn't wrestled her first match. She's really not part of any roster yet. She's mm, not able to create a lot of jealousy though. But I think I think Jade will be ideal for this match. Just because she's already high up there, mm -hmm. just like Charlotte is, just like Bianca, you know, and Bailey. Because I, I, you know, I consider those three top tier. You know, obviously also the redhead. You know, but can't remember names right now for some reason. No, but, yeah, no, no, go right ahead. Yeah, you know, yeah. Mm -hmm. she she's on that caliber of wrestler. So at the end, why not pair up with with Charlotte and everybody else? So the last time that I remember, Jake Cargill was on made her appearance on Raw, and I haven't not yet seen her on SmackDown. So, but then again, when you check on the WWE website and you look at the roster, she is not even listed on any brand. Uh, not even on the free agent, even though she signed WWE for a multi-contract, multi-year contract. Mm -hmm. um, but Jay Carkill seems like the best fit to complete the four-on-four. -four. But if not, I think by default, I say Tamina might be the one to fill in because she is listed on a on the SmackDown roster, mm -hmm. and she has no activity whatsoever. Everybody else is pretty much either a tag team, right? Or, mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's a small list in SmackDown. It, it's a it, very, very small list. Listen, we went through that list before the show, and we were both just puzzled, like, oh, my God, there's nobody on here. No. Who's none. this? Who's that? I was like, man, are they going to pull somebody from AEW? I mean, not AEW, excuse me, from NXT to, to fill it in? You know, will they bring Roxanne Perez to fill in that roster? I mean, I'm just saying it's like 
some of these superstars in NXT have already had a taste of Becky Lynch. Why not have one of those that, that had an outstanding performance jump in? I mean, anything can happen. I'm just saying that there is, there's got to be a woman's match for war games. Hell, anything could happen. Does that mean that we could have Sasha Banks come back too? Oh, here we go again with this Sasha Banks. Yo, she's still recovering from her injuries. Get out of here. And, and if she comes back, does Naomi come back too from uh, Impact or wherever yeah. she's wrestling at? Absolutely. Ah, get out of here, man. Hey, why Why not? Okay, watch this one. Why not Mickey James? Isn't she the wife to, uh, what's his name? Um, Adon? Um, yeah, Adonis, right? That's his name? The SmackDown GM? Oh, I didn't even know that. I think they're married, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, she's married. Yes, oh, Nick Adonis. It's to him? Yes. yes, she's married to him. Oh. Well, you know what? What a coincidence. Maybe right. so. Mm. Hmm. Mm. Great question. I don't know. But Hector's convinced Jade should be the one to uh, fill in that one. And then if so, I got a feeling there's going to be a lot of ego between Bianca Belair and Jade Carhill. I really do. Uh, and they've crossed paths before. They stood down at each other briefly and carried on their way. But I got a feeling that that's going to be a distraction for Bianca Belair. I really do. Well, I think Which we'll is do. perfect for damage control. Ah. And speaking about war games, if you look back, EO Sky is the only one in that ring that has experience in war games. Because she was the one that jumped from the very top of the fence and landed to get that victory. And it's her a couple of years Abs ago. Absolutely. Yep. So I I'm liking it. Uh, hey, but coming up on Raw, I'm, I'm liking this one. Raquel Rodriguez versus Nia Jax. Um, they're going to get their eagles aside and, and see who in battle who is the better superstar. We're also going to see Becky Lynch and Zia Lee. Uh, Becky Lynch is wanting to fight, and she's getting it. Thanks to Zia Lee for initiating it. And then uh, the advantage match. Now, I don't know how this is going to play out. I don't know. I think, uh, actually, Damian Priest is the captain of this team. Um, he is now the leader for War Games only. And, of course, JD is now the new member of the Judgment Day. But who will he match up with? Uh, that's that's pretty uh, significant right now. Uh, in the picture, it might seem like Seth Rollins and Dum Dum are going to go at it, but I wouldn't be surprised. Damian Priest versus Cody Rhodes, the winner will have the advantage match. And if I'm not mistaken, that means that uh, if I remember this correctly, mm -hmm. in the match, you will have one-on-one -on -one at first, and that second person will go through whoever wins the match. That team sure. will have the upper hand. Am I right? Correct. All right. Correct. So I'm liking this. I'm liking this. Um, but uh, I'm intrigued to see what else could happen for the upcoming SmackDown and Raw. Um, and, of course, um, we'll have more details because next Tuesday, once we get the whole entire breakdown on all the matches for survivor series we are going to make our predictions so i can't wait but speaking Tuesday about predictions, or wednesday oh yeah i'm sorry next wednesday thank you my friend thank you the day before thanksgiving for. yes all right it's the survivor series generation by generation which generation is the best uh depending on the superstars that are being selected and we're going to start with this one right here. The Is it the Attitude Era? Nah, it's not the Attitude Era. Um, the Ruthless Era. There we ruthless go. The Ruthless era. era. Ruthless Aggression. All right. So here we go. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. So we have to select 
five superstars in this list, right? And John Cena, Kane, Brock Lesnar, Rob Van Dam, Undertaker. You guys should have Randy Orton, Triple H, Ric Flair, Shawn Michaels, and Bautista. Out of this list, okay, who is our top five? Well, I think definitely you're going to have John Cena, the GOAT, as Hector loves to call him, as the greatest of all times. Oh, man, right. he does. We're going to have a different argument that will last probably for uh, 24 hours and stuff, right? <laughs> but, I think uh, Cena, you got to have. He Brock, says Cena, Brock, Taker, Orton, and Triple H. I, I forgot that we, I thought we did this last week. I'm not sure. Uh, Hector, if you if you remember, go ahead and let me know. Um, but I, I'll tell you what. I think we did. Didn't we? Yeah. We yeah, did a couple so. last week. Cena, Brock, Taker, Orton, Triple H. Okay, that's the same thing. But I think that's what I we did. That was the list. I think those were the five. No, he said no, oh. we did not. Okay. Well, so let's go over it then. All right. So, all right, so all right, he says Cena, Brock, Taker, Orton, and Triple H. And go figure that Cena had uh, encounters with each and one of them. With and imagine them. him. I mean, look, he's even wearing the shirt. You can't see me. So he may not want to be seen with those four superstars <laughs> at his corner. <laughs> I mean, I know definitely you got to have Cena. Taker is, is another one you got to definitely have. All right. Mm. That's for sure. Those two have to be on the team. Um, right. Brock Lesnar is your powerhouse, whichever way you look at it. Doesn't matter who else you add. He is the powerhouse of this team. I'm going to correct you there when it comes to the captain. I, I'm sorry. I, I got to stop you there because I just threw uh, in my head. I got it. We're talking about the ruthless era, so we have to be right on this one, on the captain. I'm going to say the captain really was the undertaker. And the reason why, remember, this is John Cena coming out. So this is the era where Cena made his debut, Randy Orton, Brock Lesnar, and Batista. Right? These guys are now grooming in and everything else, right? They come from OVM. And when John Cena said that ruthless aggression to Kurt Angle, when he went backstage, he shook Undertaker's hand. And by that time, The Undertaker was the biker dude, right? The American biker, whatever American it is badass. that he was doing. Right, American badass. So I will say The Undertaker should be the captain of this team. But would you agree or disagree? No, I think I think you're right. Because if you're looking at when, when you when you start looking at the timetable of it, all right, where Cena just came in, Cena wasn't mm -hmm. power. Cena wasn't that powerful then as what he is now so you do you take you take taker as your captain you make him your captain mm -hmm. but now the taker the take he says don't get used to me agreeing with me come uh, on you, you know i got my facts well, well, yeah i got my facts well you have taker then as the captain cena we said brock so now mm -hmm. we need two more, correct? Right. I totally agree. You need someone that's very psychotic compared to everything else. So I will say Randy Orton. Okay. And why not ju then just take the dirtiest player in the game in Ric Flair? Because you need someone that's dirty too. <sighs> when you cheat, you win. But Ric Flair has been around, right? He's correct. been around. He's yeah. been around. Uh, you're talking about WCW and everything else, and I I don't know. I wouldn't feel comfortable with the with the maybe in the uh, the golden era, Ric Flair, but for the ruthless era, I don't think so. By then, he's already aging and everything else. Um, I do agree. Well, well I then, do agree well, with Hector's comment uh, of, of the five guys that he had chosen was. Triple H, Orton, Taker, Brock, and Cena. Okay, but now let me make this argument. Mm -hmm. Cena's not the captain because he had just walked into that era, correct? 
Right. So he wasn't as powerful in that era as what he is, as what he's become now. Correct? He was always powerful. He was a champion during the ruthless era. All right. He was the United States that. champion. Do you forgot? By the time he was transitioning to the PG era is when he became the cha- uh, world champion. All right. So let's leave him there. Then we got yeah. our five. Heck. Hector named the five right off the bat. Thank you, Hector. I I, I do agree. I do agree. And I all will right. agree with him. Just remember, yeah, Cena's the for now. of all times, Hector. For now. But let's move over to the PG era. And because we used John Cena in the Ruthless era, we can't not use him again. So now you got yourself seeing Punk, Kofi Kingston, Rey Mysterio, Sheamus, and Cesaro, and also Wade Barrett, Cody Rhodes, the Big Show, Mark Henry, and Drew McIntyre. Now, I, oh. I got it. This is Drew McIntyre being the 3 and B, but he also, before he was in that group, this was the era where he was the Intercontinental Champion. So there was a lot of promising for his future, right? Um, And he wasn't as built then as he is now. Okay. Yeah, I... Oh. Cody Rhodes was also famous for being the Intercontinental Champion during that run, right? Stardust. That was towards the end. I wouldn't even count that. But you can also count where he was under Randy Orton, mm-hmm. right? The legend killer. So, and then you had Seamus and Cesaro there when they used to battle each other, and then they became tag teams. And then Wade Barrett was also the leader. I think he was a leader of the uh, right. There you go. And Kofi Kingston got rid of his accent to become Kofi Kingston. You know what I mean? So, (laughs) and then you have the big show and Mark Henry. I mean, those two were the the heavyweight powerhouses. I liked, I like, as a matter of fact, if I like CM Punk, I got CM Punk, big show, Mark Henry, Wade Barrett, and Sheamus. That's my five. I got Big Show. Hold on. I'm going to write this down. Go ahead. Yeah, write Big it show. down. Write it down because uh-huh. I, I don't have Punk in there. All right, go Mark ahead. Mark Henry. Big Show, Mark Henry. Rey Mysterio because you cannot count Rey Mysterio out. I'm sorry. Oh, man. Oh, wow, man. Right. What he, he beat Big Show. All right. Go, man. Go, 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 go. And so then you have Henry, Mysterio. And then I would take Cesaro and Sheamus. Okay. Now, I wouldn't pick Rey Mysterio. And I know, I know, I'm, what's that, what's that called? I don't want to be discriminating, but there ain't nobody short out of all, all that we've selected. There's no one short, man. All right. It doesn't matter. But, Ray Mysterio has proven himself, man. Okay. Look okay. at all that he's done against all the okay. bigger opponents. He's won world titles. He's, mm-hmm. you know, why not? I mean, it makes no sense. He's so he's another Hector greatest says, of all time. CM Punk. He says Mark Henry. He says Sheamus. Cesaro. And Barrett. Okay, so let's put it this way. I think uh, we all agreed with Sheamus. Correct. Unanimously, Sheamus should be in the team. We unanimously put Mark Henry. Mm-hmm. So for out of three of us, those two names are unanimously in, Sheamus and Mark Henry. Correct. But I like CM Punk. Frank, look, uh, first of all, let me let me put this up real quick. Because he says, Frank, look at the other rosters. Ray will match well with anyone on the other teams. Wouldn't. Oh, wouldn't. He said would. Now he says wouldn't. Okay, okay well, got it. my question. So, oh, hold on. So he wa- he's trying to persuade you to cancel out Ray Mysterio. There's no persuasion. Because look at, look at who's who Rey Mysterio has beaten in his careers, okay? He's right. always beaten 
the bigger opponent. But okay. you know what opponent he could not beat? He Brock could Lesnar. not beat John Cena. He's he lost the title to John Cena. You can look it up. No, I that same I day that Rey Mysterio won the title, that same day he lost the title to John Cena. They pulled a Hulk Hogan at one of those WrestleManias. And right, he cannot beat The Undertaker, and he definitely can't beat Brock Lesnar. Definitely not. I agree. So I would not choose him in my team. Just saying. And does that convince mm-hmm. you enough? Mm-hmm. Man, you guys are assholes. I know. I know. I know. Um. So with him gone, all right. You then, definitely don't want Kofi Kingston there because he'd get demolished by Brock Lesnar in a heartbeat. What was that eight seconds? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> well, then I guess I guess in place of Rey Mysterio, I will take CM Punk. If you take so CM Punk, I will put in Wade Barrett because he does deliver bad news. He does deliver bad news. All right, Bad news so we got CM Punk, Wade Barrett, Sheamus. Well, well, what do you mean Henry. CM Punk? You just said Punk. I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. I got confused. Go. Man. Keep going. Keep going. Don't worry. You, that's that old age of yours catching up, man. Yeah, it um, is. <laughs> CM Punk, Wade Barrett, Sheamus, Mark Henry. I need one more. Big show. We have Big Show. You had Big Show already. You you said you'd take Big Show. I said I'll take Big Show. Hector, we're taking Big Show. Hector will be taking Big Show. I don't think he even mentioned Big Show. No, no. I'm just telling him we're taking Big Show. <laughs> what what did he say? He said P- Punk, Henry, Seamus, Cesaro, and Barrett. He says Cesaro. He well, says Cesaro. I did say Cesaro, too. But why not Cody Rhodes? I'm not talking about the Cody Rhodes present. Cody Rhodes was the internet uh intercontinental champion. But I don't think Cody Rhodes was much back then. You know, if we're talking about eras of what Cody Rhodes was, once he left era, once he once he left the uh, Randy Orton and went solo, he was a fighting champion. He was the Intercontinental Champion. We cannot forget that either. No, that's not being forgotten. But it's just like Hector has right here. It's- but y'all y'all want to say Stardust and stuff like that. And y'all forget that that was the gimmick that was changed towards the end of his career with WWE. And then he, he, he was gone. I just don't think that he measures up with any of those guys much. Except for maybe Ray and and Kofi. Okay, so is either Big Show or Cesaro? I think. I don't I think, think you. Yeah, I Big think Show he, had the fist, but you you talking about Big Show, the guy that lost to Floyd Mayweather? That's a boxing match, man. This guy's a that wrestler. That was a WrestleMania match, though, but he still lost to. But the it guy. was a boxing match. Well, then, fine. You know what? Let's take Cesaro. Cesaro's a big guy that can pack a punch and that can fly in the ring, too. He might just take a couple of them and swing them around 27 times. Possibly. <laughs> He's capable, but I'll, I'll take him. And besides, I think he was underrated throughout his whole time with WWE. So, yeah, the king of swings, my friend. Here we go. All right, let's move on to the international era and where you have the formerly known as the shield you had uh which respectively they went in their individual ways roman reigns seth rollins drew ambrose um bray wyatt aj styles kevin owens daniel bryan then you a couple of nxts there where you have adam cole and tomaso champa and then you got finn balor all right so I'm gonna start this one off. All right, go the ahead. First, three, the first three you got the, you have the shield right there. The shield as a three-person unit, 
was unstoppable. Okay. All right. I would take those three, Kevin Owens and Bray Wyatt. Mm. Okay. Here's my theory on this is that I would have taken Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. Seth Rollins. I will also take Daniel Bryan, KO, and AJ Styles. Damn, Those boy, are my boy. five. Um, and I'm going to tell you why. is because... For one, Roman Reigns, he's the muscle. Seth Rollins was the brains. Okay. AJ Styles, from him coming from uh, Japan, okay, he's also recognized from Ring of Honor. He's also has done a lot of locals for everyone to know him, formerly known as the Northeast Wrestling type of guy. Okay. KO comes out of nowhere and beats John Cena as the NXT champion. Daniel Bryan with his yes movement. Okay. Uh, am I missing anybody? No, that, that covers it. And I did say AJ Styles. So that was my top five right there. Now, Hector says Dean, Bray, Kevin, Bryan, and Balor. Balor. All right. So we got some conflicting stuff here. All right, so we all agree, Kevin. All right, so Kevin Owens, we agree. Dean Bray, we know. Damn, I think the only one we agreed was on Kevin Owens, all of us. (laughs) Yeah. All right, then you and I. There's a a lot of twos in there. (laughs) Yeah, that you and I agreed on Roman Reigns. And Seth Rollins. And Seth Rollins. Did we agree anything that Hector said with who you said Bray? I said Bray. I didn't so say Bray. Hector and I agree. Uh, and I agree, Bray. Dean, no quit fighting style. So would you accept for the whole entire shield to be there? I would. I would. Let's see. Look, Hector has Dean's a no quit fighting style. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Brian, dude, hold on here. Uh, he says Daniel Bryan has that wrestling technique. Okay. Correct. So I like that. Damn it, Hector. Hector said no, he does not agree with having the whole shield. God darn it, Hector. Okay. Um, Again, Seth Rollins has got to be it. I would leave Dean Dean Ambrose out. I just think that as all three of them, as you they know, they all are unique in three different ways. I got it. I they're they're yeah. unique in three, in three different ways, but when you put them together, they're powerful. Sean was the leader of who's Sean? I, think, I don't know. I, I think his voice. You uh, said Dean. Dean was a leader. Dean. Of what? How was he a leader? Dean was never the leader. It was Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins. Roman Dean Reigns was, was not a leader. Okay, Seth Rollins was the leader then. But Dean was more the follower in the shield. But as a cohesive unit, they were powerful. I, I go back to that because they beat the crap out of everybody that came with them. When you add, let's say, we agree KO. When you add KO, that's another power unit. And that's another fighter that has no quit in him. Okay. So let's put the shield. Dean was a U.S. champion. Seth was a tag team champion with Roman. Yeah, but Seth was also a world champion. Correct. That's when he turned his back on him. And Seth Rollins took away that champion and converted in WrestleMania the biggest shocker of all to cash in the money in the bank and became the champion. Mm-hmm. So, all right, that's a big dilemma. I didn't know this was going to go this far with these right here. 
Yeah, but we are talking the shield in the beginning. So let's leave off the shield and just call it the way it is because Dean Ambrose really didn't last that long once this era was over, almost over. He already had left. You know what I mean? So why not say that Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins is there? They got to be the only two there, right? I agree with okay. Kevin Owens. Okay. okay. Uh, look at what Hector, what, what was his initial one? He had Brian. He had Bray Wyatt. <sighs> but Dean was WWE champion too. So let's let's just put it this way. Roman Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, and Daniel Bryan. How about that? Owens, Reigns, Rollins, Brian and Finn Balor. All right. I think we're going to agree. Who's the leader? That's a great question. And since we all agreed with Kevin Owens, why not let Kevin Owens be the, be the captain? <laughs> you know what? That's, I think that's best bet. All I right. think we should do that. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on. All right, this is the last one. This is the current event here, okay? Now, it, this could go either way. I will start with Guther, Sami Zayn, Jay Uso, Bobby Lashley. No, I scratched that. Oh. No, no, no. I'm I'm kind of digging this. Um Guther, Sami Zayn, Bobby Lashley, Damian Priest and LA Knight. But then it's also hard because I like Jay Uso. You know what I mean? But if Jay Uso was in the team, and imagine them going against the international era, the era that we talked about before, that's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of conflict, right? Because is he gonna be really on their side or is he against them? You know what I mean? It's like there's that love and hate in that in that family situation with the bloodline. So uh Hector says Gunther, lastly, Jay Uso, Uso LA, Knight, LA Knight, and Damian, Damian Priest. Priest. All right, but all so right, we got so that. so we have I'm I will go with Gunther. All right, Jay. Gunther. What will Gunther think? Let's put it that way. What will Gunther choose? None of them. Bullshit. That's that's nonsense. No, who are Gunther choose? I I think he Gunther believes in old school wrestling. No entertainment whatsoever. Straight to it. Well, in that case, you're talking about Damian Priest, Bobby Lashley, Damian Priest, Bobby Lashley, Jey Uso, and Sami Zayn, or or maybe even Solo at some point, or. Okay, man, this this is this this list is hard because Solo is out because he's just still too new to this, in my opinion. Well, you how is Braun it too new if he's already knocked out John Cena with a thumb to the neck several times? Because John Cena's old. <laughs> at this point, hey, I'm just at saying. Point, at this point, John Cena's old. But look, you can make the argument. Why not? Well, if you have Bobby Lashley, you definitely don't need Braun Strowman Braun in there. Hold on for a second. But you said Guther will probably choose Damian Priest, Bobby Lashley. Who else? Probably LA Knight because he goes in there and takes care of business. LA Knight. And probably Sami Zayn. I would I mean, agree with Sami Zayn. I would. You know. But I don't. Uh-huh. No, 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 no. Uh, I'm just saying because, again, like I'm looking at Hector's point of view, which also makes sense with Jay Uso in the mix. I like Jay Not Uso. Mm -hmm. Like my pick, my pick, I have Jay Uso 
Sami Zayn, Gunther, Lashley, and Damian Priest. Right, so we I agree with Lashley. We agree with Lashley. And we agree with Gunther. We agree uh -huh. with Damian Priest, right? Uh -huh. But I didn't pick Sammy. Uh, I didn't pick Jay Uso, but I did pick LA Knight. All right. And we're going to make this easy. Since Hector also has LA Knight, we'll stick with LA Knight. We eliminate Jimmy. I mean, Jake. And we'll put, and Sammy Zayn will be the guy. I think so. All right. I like it. Well, actually, like Hector never picked Sammy. No, but I did. And I did too. All right. We'll do that. I can All do right. that. Hector, you agree? He's, he's either right, going to agree the other, or fight us. These are the other uh, top five. This is the, hold on, the golden era, right, with Hulk Hogan being the captain. We also have the new generation era with Bret Hart's the captain. Then you have the attitude era. We all voted that The Rock be the captain, but that could be questionable because Stone Cold be like, I, I said so, because he'll, he'll start throwing what? some beers and everything else, right? What? What? <laughs> And then we could also go back to the Ruthless Era. Let me go ahead and go back there. Well, we'll make those adjustments, which we say was The Undertaker, the captain. And then over here, we have CM Punk, right? I don't know. Did we say he was the captain? Yeah, we never really voted for captain, but we'll figure that one out. Um, and again, all this will be up to date on the HHW show. As to what are the overall teams, and you all are welcome to vote as to who should be the best era of the WWE. I'm kind of liking this. I like, I like, I like our our positivity on this. I like it a lot. Yeah, yeah. Good showing, man. I appreciate it, man. Thanks. Right, you're welcome, sir. Yeah, man. Yeah, and then of course Hector couldn't join us. Uh, hopefully he'll be here next week, next Wednesday, as we make our picks for the Survivor Series, uh, the event uh, War Games, plus our fantasy, the Gauntlet match. We're just gonna battle it out and be like, who is going to win? And we definitely need your help on your votes as well. So um, it's gonna be interesting, man. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm digging it. Yes, I know, Frank. You're speechless. I know. I know. Always. I, I think, I listen, I think what we've done here, we've picked the best teams we got possible. I think, yes. Gonna, and yes. I think that, you know, Hulk Hogan's number one and Andre the Giant's number two. Oh, my God. And here we go. John Cena's number three. <laughs> you know, and I'm sure Hector will agree to all that. We'll put Taker at four. Dude, you're probably going to have Hector boiling. As oh, I know. I, I guarantee you right now, Hector can't even type because he's like, I'm going to kick the he, he crap out of you. He, he has arthritis on his thumbs right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? But it's all good. Hector, much love. Much love, man. Love you, man. All right. Be safe out there. And for you as well, Frank. And that will conclude yeah. our show, the Heart Hitting Wrestling Show. All this will be updated on the HHW show a website. So please tune in to not only subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow us on Facebook and Twitter, but as well as the HHWshow.com. Thank you, Frank. Listen, and recap to everything that we have stated and, and, and everything else, man. And the bottom line is, if you missed it from the very beginning, all right, it's all about teamwork. Teamwork. Okay, we are creating our teams for this fantasy league, right? This fantasy survivor series. But in reality, teamwork, it goes a lot of ways. Okay, with the war games coming up and the two that we mentioned was about Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes. It's very important that one, accept the situation that what it is. You don't have to be best friends to be teamwork. You don't. You don't have to be a family to be a team. And if you're strangers to one another, there, there's ways to work in a team, all right? To be the better person, to be mindful, and to have that communication skills. That's it. Just remain neutral, understand one another. And the bottom line is, is respect. 
respect one another. And when you have that, that is a team ready to accomplish anything, whether you're new, whether you know each other, or whatever it is, respect is the deal. And that's an example that we saw on Monday Night Raw between Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes. For one day, they're going to be bygones and 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 let things go, right? And for one night, they're going to work with each other and not depending on looking at each other's back. That's what's best for business right there. Thank you for watching the HSW Show podcast. Once again, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook or wherever you listen to on your favorite podcast. Speeches already. I know. This has been a long one. Thank you. Take care, everyone. God loves some wrestling. <laughs>